what what would be uh, the intro music to this? This would be um, Kaching in the neighborhood. Wow. Hi, my name is Christian Axelson, and you're listening to the podcast Redefine Your Finances, where we focus on practical tips to help you live in financial freedom God's way. Today, our topic is a tough one, especially for me. It is how to talk about money with your kids. Uh, my guests today are Pastor Michael Grove and Pastor Michael Escamilla, longtime staff pastors at Calvary Church and dear friends of mine, um, uh, just so everybody knows uh, who you are. And, and for the sake of time, because we're going to try to like just cut back on time, we're just going to go with Grove and Escamilla. Sounds good. Um, Grove, what do you do at Calvary Church? Well, I, Grove, wor- have been working with families and kids for 22 years wow. and love helping invest in families, helping them understand just kind of how to navigate through life and what that all looks like. Um, and just coming up with ways to help them learn and grow together. Escamilla, why are you here today? That's a great question, Christian. Um, I help oversee our small group ministry here, helping people connect um, and do life together. And then I think the reason I'm here is because I have three kids, and I've talked to them about money um, as we've been raising them, so hopefully I'll be able to bring some practical wisdom and insight into that. Escamilla is a very humble person, but he has a super cool family that all of us want to go, maybe one day, maybe, so you say there's hope. But today we're going to talk about money, and uh, especially money, uh, how to talk about it with kids. And we thought about uh, segmenting it into kind of three time frames or periods in in the parent-child life. There's uh, the early years up to about teenage, then there's a specific period of just the teenage years. I'm going to ask a lot of questions because I've got two ke- teenagers at home. And then the last uh, period, time frame, and episode, we're going to talk about what happens when you kind of send them off to college, or send them out on their own. How do you, how do you transition kids uh, to that? We're really excited for these three episodes, and we hope that you'll get something out of it. That's why we do it. Um, but let's start today and just talk about how to talk money with your small kids. And um, one of the things I want to ask you about is when do you start talking about that? I, I feel like when, when you're bottle feeding your two-year-old, if you, I can't remember if you bottle feed two-year-olds, but is that the time to start talking about investment strategies and, and what credit cards to avoid? Michael, what, what do you think, Grove, that would be a good time to start even approaching this subject with your kids? Well, I kind of view money and any of these major topics as as soon as you possibly can. Um, the more you can walk with a kid in the process of learning. So, for instance, a parent might say, I have to buy groceries. Uh, and then as they're talking with their little child, being able to help them understand it costs money to buy groceries. I think that's a, a first thing that kids don't even understand as they're just kind of growing and going through life. When you start to show them those little things, they start thinking through the process of, oh, this costs something. Now, you got to do that in a way that's not going to always make them overly cautious of, oh, we can't buy anything because of money. You have to teach them how to use that money properly. So um, starting there, being able to say, hey, it costs money to do these things. We're so thankful we have this money. Teaching them gratitude for being able to have that. Um, It has been from the time my kids were little 
they always have learned to tithe and give off of birthday money because that's a blessing that's been given to them. So right away from the earliest time they got money as a child in a birthday card, they knew some of this is going to the Lord because he's the one that brought it to me. So right away, as quick as you can, starting to give them those little lessons. So let it be kind of a natural part of just everyday life instead of like, and Sunday afternoon, we'll have a teaching session. Just let them be part of what you do. Absolutely. And I also tried to make sure they knew what I do also. So they know I tithe, they know I save, they know I give, they know I do missions and benevolence and all those things. They know those things so that it starts to get in their head, oh, this is part of what dad believes and sees. He doesn't just talk about it. He really is living this out. They need to know that for sure. It's not just something I say, but it's something that I do as well. Escamilla, when did you start talking money with your kids? I, I feel right alongside with what Grove is sharing, that we did the same thing as a family. What I love doing, and we did the birthday money, uh, anytime they got money, we wanted to set, hey, this is what we're going to set aside as a for you to set aside to be generous towards the Lord. Um, and then I know we do everything digitally now, but we used yeah. to have these things called checks. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Pr- so, printed things? Yes. yes. And so we would write our check that we're going to give to as a tithe, as an offering. And as a family, I wanted our kids to know, hey, this is how much we're giving as a family um, to to be generous, or even to help out another family, or we're going to buy groceries for this family who's struggling right now. Any little things like that, and I'm sure you guys have done this or seen this, someone's holding up the cardboard sign on the side of the road, and I know that there's different perspectives. Hey, do yeah. we help? Are we enabling? Yeah, yeah. But just teaching our kids, hey, we're going to be generous and we want to help this family. And what has been really cool, Christian, is then even when my kids were little, just learning how to walk and talk, they're like, hey, dad, let's help them. And they yeah. would call yeah. me out yeah. sometimes when I'm ready to drive past. And they're like, hey, dad, let's, because there's been an example set um, in front of them. So yeah, any type of situations like that where we can practice generosity yeah. as a family, I think you do it. I love the idea of starting with the concept of we're doing this together, and technically it's yes. it's the parents, right? But but we're doing this together, and because you're part of this family, you're also doing it. It's not so much exactly. Here's ten dollars. You gotta do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, just in general money management um, with with your kids? How have you how have you talked with them about that? I mean, there's these. Uh, what's what's the the, the three uh, pillars that yeah. you always Grove talk just about? mentioned it: give, save, live. Give, save, um, and as a a a kid, I my parents were generous to a fault, but they didn't teach me how to save. Uh-huh. Um, they just, it felt like they gave everything yeah, away yeah, yeah. that they could. And as a, uh, as I grew and got married, I was like, man, I need to, there's some things I need to say for, to plan yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, as a, we created these jars, we had jars, Grove, I know you said you had envelopes in your family, and we just, we marked one as give, we marked one as, hey, we're going to save 10%, mm-hmm. and then we're going to, you can do whatever else you want. You're still a steward of it, but yeah. you can do whatever else with what's left over. Yeah. And you know, I would love to just encourage parents as soon as you can. It's so easy to get accounts now for kids. Yes. Uh, And they make a lot of great cards that actually kids can have. Teach them that responsibility of having their own money, understanding what it looks like. Last thing you want is for them to grow up out of your house and never have managed their own bank account. They have to learn that while you're in, they're in your house. And I think it's never too early to start that. Mm -hmm. Your kids want to buy things all the time. Right. So like Gavin, my youngest, he knows how to, how to spend money to use Apple 
will pay to buy something. He knows yeah. how to manage that um, because it's so important that they learn that while they're in your care because let's be honest, it's not something everybody gets right even when they're adults. Exactly. So we want to walk with our kids through that as early as possible. We've had this situation recently where my kids helped a family member get ready to sell their house. And, and this family member was just really generous to the point of like, wow, that's a lot of money. And so we've been uh, trying to figure out, do we, do we just, we use uh, Apple Pay, Apple Cash, which is and not, for me, it, it, it takes my worry away from, well, I just lost this big dollar bill, whatever. Like, it's, yes. losing the actual cash is not going to happen. And, and, you know, Apple is a fairly safe product with, with, with safety measures. So, no, I'm not worried about people stealing that kind of cash. But how is there a limit, in your opinion, to how much you should uh, give them access to? I mean, sh- should we... I mean, we, we've been literally grappling with, should we just give like $50 at a time because they earn so much money? I mean, very generous family member. And we're like, whoa, they, we don't want them to burn through that cash in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Or, or do you expose them under the gentle care of, of the parental guidance to whatever? What, what do you think? I think for me, the harder thing with Apple Cash is there's not as much accountability to yeah. that versus an account. Yeah. Like I would love for my kids to be able to see, and we do this, what did you spend it on? Yeah. You can't necessarily mm-hmm. do that with some Apple Cash things. You get a receipt of where or whatever. Right. Um, they has, there has to be a way to teach them accountability early on that says, no, I spent this much on this thing. Because at the end of it, when they look at it and they see, oh, I had this many hundred dollars in my account and now I've where only got this, go? mm-hmm. what did it go towards? Right. Not just where did it go? Like, what did I really need to buy yeah. X, Y, or Z? Um, because I think a lot of times, even as adults, we find, well, if I stop buying Starbucks as often as I do, or if I stop going to the movies, or you start saving more money and you realize, I thought that was a great thing at the time, didn't necessarily need it. Well, kids need to learn that early on because they're so spontaneous in the moment. You know, they don't have that denied gratification. Right. They want it now, right away. Let's go for it. So yeah. teaching them, I, I'm not concerned That's about good. the amount. I'm more concerned about what did it go towards yeah, because yeah, they absolutely. need to be able to account for that and yeah. show. One of my kids uh, on their way home from a kids' church camp this summer texted me an apology for spending too much money. So I went in and looked at what they had spent. And there was definitely candy in there. But, but, the, but the big two items was a missions donation and a T-shirt. So I'm like, you're good. Don't worry about right. it. Right. Yes. But what what about the in, in terms of spending? Are you are you it, do you talk to them about um, uh, long term thoughts versus I want this toy today? Do you talk about like delay gratification? Do you, do you get into those conversations about well, I know it looks pretty and I know if you got the money in the bank, but are you sure you want that? Because you've also been talking about these three other toys. Like how how do you approach that? Well, I think each kid is definitely different. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, one of my children, who I won't say by name, mm-hmm. uh, he might have <laughs> he might have had a certain amount of money to begin with, and right away, Dad, can I buy V Bucks on Fortnite? Can I buy and just was burning through it. And I'm like, buddy, are you sure you want to do that? Because look, your money's going quickly. Um, and so teaching them and showing them and letting them make that mistake on their yeah, own too yeah. of, hey, right now where it's not going to kill him, it's not going to be a huge mm-hmm. deficit in his life. He's got to learn. Well, I just burned through all that cash on things that didn't matter. Um, I want him to learn that that right away so that eventually he starts saying, no, I'm going to save this for the things that do matter. My girls just went on a trip to California together, the two of them, and they saved the money 
to take care of themselves while they were wow, there because awesome. they knew this is something we want to do. This is something that's important. Uh, and they're really, really good at saving money right now. Gavin's still learning that piece. He's still trying to figure it out because he's still young. But I'm going to help him figure that out by allowing him to make those mistakes and then helping him learn, no, I can't give you more money mm-hmm. because you spent it on this. Right. Now let's work towards it. Let's save towards it, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Some friends of mine, um, they used to work at Calvi. They talked about how, especially in, in her childhood, she had often heard this, no, we can't afford it, no, we can't afford it. And it just became such a a struggle for her, this idea of we can't afford it. So they had decided as a family and with their kids to not talk about we can't afford or we can't afford, but do do we want to do this? Is this a priority? Because mm-hmm. if we're going to say yes to this, then we're going to have to say no to this. So I, 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 I appreciated how they took the we can't afford that out of the conversation. And of, of course, there are limitations to all of our finances, but it became a conversation with their kids about it. it's not so much because we can't afford it, but we're prioritizing other things, or sometimes it's, yeah, let's do it. Uh, but it didn't become this uh, limited mentality, but 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 a um, proactive decision on what's important in our lives. I, I really appreciated that. That's good. Christian, I just want to say something and push back a little bit. Because yeah. I think when you're talking about kids at a younger age, and definitely I know Michael and I are dealing, Grove and I are dealing with teenagers, but it's okay to say no sometimes. I think it is okay to say, because you were just talking about that. I appreciate what your friend said, like, um, no, we can't afford it. Like, I think it's okay to take that language out, but I think it's okay for us to tell our kids no sometimes. Like, hey, no, we're not going to buy that, or no, you can't have that right now. Um, If our kids never hear that, then I think that that can push the the conversation in a, a different way where they become entitled or yeah. where they feel like, Hey, I, I deserve this all the time. And then when they get to school or when they have bosses or authorities in their life who are telling them no, yeah. then they're like, wait, they just told me no. So I think there's a balance there of sometimes we're going to have to say no. Like we have to deny ourselves. We have to say no yeah. to now, maybe later, but right now we're going to say no to this. So. This is awesome advice. Grove and Eskimia, thank you so much for sharing today. Uh, we're going to come back next week. Yes. And believe me, I'm going to have a lot of questions because we're going to talk about how to talk money with your teenagers. I have a list and it's long <laughs> and we're going to go extra, extra long on the podcast episode. I have a feeling. Thank you so much. Yep. Yeah.